You're listening to Building Health with Dr. Melina Roberts, offering valuable information to help you lead a healthy life. Welcome, I'm Dr. Melina Roberts and I have with me Dr. Amanda Ferris and we are going to talk about the Brain Optimization Program. And one of the goals of the program is to clear past trauma from the nervous system. And when we talk about trauma, uh, that's something that I'd really like to define. I want that to be clear because I think that when people think of trauma, um, they're thinking of something big that traumatized the nervous system, but it doesn't necessarily have to be something big and traumatizing that everyone remembers. Um, What it is, is to me, what trauma is, is it's anything that's happened um, in your lifetime that has left an impact on the nervous system. And we don't necessarily know it's happened. So it's not necessarily um, conscious. It can be um, unconscious or subconscious, but it's left an imprint on that nervous system and that it affects how that nervous system functions. And it's a point in time where that nervous system feels unsafe. So I'll let uh, Dr. Ferris talk more about how she would define trauma, but that's how I would define trauma. Yes. Well, I would take what you've said is exactly it. Um, It's a, it, it is a key change that's happened really. It used to be thought of people thought of trauma as just like if you went to war or there was a serious rape or a serious loss or something that was really, really big. And everybody in society would agree that was bad, right? Yeah. But trauma to the body is actually something, it can be absolutely anything. It could be something your second grade teacher said to you in passing, but it creates a situation within your body, within your nervous system, where you feel it's inescapable. And you also feel like you don't have the capacity to deal with it. So it can be something where maybe the social consequences to something are so big and you're, you know, 11 years old and something's about to happen and you feel that you cannot handle it and you cannot escape from it. Those two ingredients mean that the nervous system is overwhelmed. And I like the word that you use imprint. It's like it actually takes a, a, you know, a a shock to the system where it changes you. And it's almost like, um, you know, when you think of your, your computer screen and you have all these files open and you have windows open, it's almost like a window you can never close. You can't exit out. It's open all the time. And your body thinks it's still happening. Your body gets this, this idea that it's got to still react to it, run from it, hide from it, fight it somehow. And that's what perpetuates this fight or flight state all the time, or this like chronic nervous system state where you're just always responding to little things because they look like the old trauma. There's something about it. There's maybe it was a person or something that had a certain smell, a certain voice tone. It can be the smallest thing because your subconscious mind, your subconscious, your your nervous system is surveilling so, so, so like small, crucial details because it's trying to protect you. So it's a, a thing that happened a long time ago or recently even, you know, it doesn't matter, but your, 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 your body has not filed it away as an old memory, like what you had for dinner three nights ago, because it had an emotional component to it and it had a life threat 
feel to it. It doesn't have to, your neighbor doesn't have to agree that it was life-threatening to them. It might not be, but to you, it felt life-threatening. It felt life-changing, life-altering, and it got stuck there. So those are the kinds of things that we're trying to clear is this old trauma. That makes sense. Yeah. And I, I think of yeah. it as that, like in a, a neural pathway as well, that, um, that your, your nervous system just keeps replaying and not necessarily at a conscious level. It's, oh yeah. It's, it's replaying anytime it comes across any sort of situation mm-hmm. that's similar in that subconscious neural pathway keeps replaying. And that's what we're going to work on is like work on what that's what they work on with you is clearing that neural pathway and creating a new neural pathway, right? So a, that neuroplasticity part of the picture. Yeah, exactly. It has to complete the pathway. There has to be a message to the body that this situation is over, is done, and does not need that kind of reaction and that kind of protection anymore. Because the brain is only doing what it thinks is in your best interest. It really is it's, it's not a problem. It's not broken. It's not, you, you don't have a pathology because this is happening. People think of that as a really bad thing and that there's something wrong with them, yeah. but it's actually a protective response because the body believes it's still in that state. And so clearing that trauma is a way to get a message to the brain that it's over. And you're, I think you're exactly right. It's that creating a new pathway, a new experience where the body gets it. And the the brain is like, yeah, I totally like, I'm okay with not reacting to this thing anymore. And so those are the exercises and the relaxation techniques and the movement techniques and everything that we do in the program is to teach the brain to file away that file as old news and it's called memory reconsolidation. We're going to take that memory and let it be filed away as done over completed and not needed to keep reacting and keep um, creating that stress response. Cause that's, that's what leads to illness is that the body stays in that chronic heightened stress response. And those stress hormones create inflammation and fuel disease in the body. So it's, um, I also use it as like, you have these little fires going on inside and you just have to put those little fires out so that you don't have to work so hard to feel good because this is not a conscious thing. Like this isn't about being smart enough or telling yourself enough affirmations or, you know, getting this idea that you should just know this. Like, I know my parents aren't still fighting anymore. Or I know that this loss was a long time ago. That's one thing to consciously know it. And it's another thing to, for, for your, your subconscious mind to really get it. So. Yeah. And it's also, yeah, as you kind of touched on, it's kind of getting stuck in that sympathetic part of that nervous system. So that autonomic nervous system, it's that nervous system that functions in the background. We don't consciously control it. So there's two parts of that nervous system. There's your stress state, and then there's your rest, digest and repair. But like what we see when we do the heart rate variability testing is that we're seeing that so many people are stuck in that sympathetic state. Right. So, So they're stuck in that stress response, that survival mode. Mm-hmm. And that's what, um, you know, the, one of the components of why you're stuck in that stress state can be that, that psychological aspect, that trauma on the nervous system, that just, just is keeping people stuck in that stress state. And when they're stuck in that stress state, it makes it hard for their body to properly be able to heal themselves. Right. Yeah. The body doesn't prioritize healing and digestion and, and sleep and all of those restorative functions. If it believes that there's something life-threatening going on, that's when 
blood is shunted to the muscles, to, to the heart, to the lungs. That's high blood pressure. That's all this muscle tension, all these problems because the body believes it needs to urge you to run. And that's also like a mental, emotional state of feeling rushed, feeling angry, feeling agitated, irritable. All those things are all coinciding with this stress state. But another piece that's really important and that I think even more people are in is a freeze state. So the freeze state is a really key thing that happens when people experience um, traumas or different situations where they, they truly feel that they cannot escape. And it's kind of like a deer in the headlights and they just go numb and go like check out. And then, and, and the, and the body gets used to doing that and then starts doing that in other situations too. And so we use things like going onto social media, like, oh, I just need a Netflix binge. I need to check out. I need to go into this thing. That's a trauma response. That's protective. That's like this idea is all too much. I can't handle it. I'm out. And that state, you get used to doing that and it's, it's comforting and it's actually addictive. Those hormones are highly, highly addictive to go into that. And so, but the, the free state is actually a function of that parasympathetic. It's actually too low. It's too much relaxation, but it's checking out is, is, is what it is. And it makes it so that you can't run, you can't react, you can't do things that you should be able to do but you can't, you just can't. So normalizing and balancing the nervous system is the key thing when it's too high, getting it to come back down. And when it's way too low, getting it to come back to this, this moderated place where you can react normally to things that are happening in your environment. Like you don't, you don't need to road rage, but you also need to get away from things when they're not healthy for you and be able to move. So we got to do both. Yeah. And I think that's excellent point. Yeah. They both need that sympathetic and parasympathetic need to be in balance. Balance. Yeah. Yeah. And the coherence, the heart math connection, like strong coherence is when you have perfect balance, when you have the right amount of sympathetic and the right amount of parasympathetic, because nobody, you can't live your life like this totally zenned out. Like I'm just going to sit on a beach all the time. You need to be able to react and live and do things and be excited and feel happy and, and all of that. And so coherence is a state of perfect sympathetic state, perfect parasympathetic up and down, up and down, reacting, relaxing, reacting, relaxing, both not too much of one or the other. And so we do that with the heart math. We're able to measure that. Yeah. Yeah. And I I describe it as, um, like the accelerator and the brake of your car and you can only be in one gear at a time and, but you need to have access to both. Yeah. And you'd be able to shift in and out of them when you want to. Yeah, exactly. Not be like, I have to have something like alcohol or I have to have something to get me off the, the extreme state, or I have to get a pick me up or to be able to get out of it. Right. You don't want to have to rely on these things outside of yourself to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All right. All right. So I hope that helps to explain uh, a little bit more about the program, a little bit more about trauma. All right. And if you have any questions, you can leave some questions below and thank you. And we'll see you at the next, we'll see you in the next video. Great. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like it, share it with your friends and family, make a comment below, help us spread the word of creating health. You've been listening to Building Health with Dr. Melina Roberts. Continue to learn, grow, and build health.